Hello, everybody. That's Daniel speaking, and this is our next emotional English podcast where we learn an English language effortlessly, emotionally, fulfilled with energy, and of course, positively. And as always, when we work on our mini story, I want uh, to ask you uh, to work with me effortlessly, so without overthinking. Just uh, we're gonna practice our reaction. Uh, we have uh, the part number four of our Boogie Bee story. Today we're finalizing this mini story and then we're going to the new topics, um, new directions. We just need to finish it, right? I don't want to stop it in the middle of nowhere. I want to finish this great literature part of American literature, right? And I just want to finish this mini story. We have a lot of new words today, new words, and um, let's begin our reading. As always, I read uh, the mini story. Uh, first of all, it's going to be like a full reading of the last uh, part number four. And then I have uh, like four or uh, let's say three pieces of text. And then I'll read every piece, uh, you know, with a lot of concentration and then... Uh, We'll try to be aware and we'll try to learn some new words all together. And then I'll ask you some questions related to each paragraph and you will help me with that, okay? And in the end of the audio podcast today, I'm going to ask you some words and I will read the whole story uh, from the beginning until the end. We will revise our mini story this way. And uh, I hope you will love it. You can re-listen this podcast uh, anytime you want, just to revise the new words and just to refresh uh, the the idea of the mini story in your mind. Okay. And uh, let's begin. Let's start from the part number four. As you remember, we finished. Uh, where do we finish? We finished on the part number three last time, right? So the lady, she was like uh, thinking and comparing her luck a lot, right? She had gold at first, then she realized that it was not a gold, it was a silver. And then she changed her mind from silver to iron. And then she changed her... Mm, you know, her, her um, she changed her idea of uh, thing what's inside of her, um, of her treasure into the just a piece of rock, you know, just a piece of classic rock. And now we having the last uh, words, right? What is happening next? Uh, let's check it out. And I hope you will love it all. So, all in a hurry to see how the stone would keep the gate open, she trotted off down the hill till she came to her own cottage. She unlatched the gate and then turned to unfasten her shawl from the stone, which lay on the path behind her. Oi! It was a stone, sure enough. There was plenty light to see it, lying there, Deuce and peaceable as a stone should. Deuce or douse, you know, we'll discuss it later. Uh, so she bent over it to unfasten the shawl and when, oh my, all of the sudden it gave a jump, a squeal, and in one moment was a big as a haystack. Then 
it led down four great lanky legs and then threw out two long ears, nourished a great long tail and romped off, kicking and squealing and weaning and laughing like a naughty, mischievous boy. Mischievous boy. Okay. The old woman stared after it till it was fairly out of sight. Then she burst out laughing too. Well, she chuckled. I am in luck. Quite the luckiest body hereabouts. Fancy my seeing the boogie beast all to myself and making myself too free with it too. My goodness, I do feel that uplifted, that grand. So she went into her cottage and spent the evening chuckling over her good luck. So this is the end of our part number four. Let's uh, cut the whole part into four little pieces and then we'll discuss it all piece by piece. The first piece. So... All in a hurry to see how the stone would keep the gate open, she trotted off down the hill till she came to her own cottage. So, she trotted off down the hill. Do you understand this little phrase here? She trotted off down the hill. It means she left the hill. She kind of departed, right? She departed the hill. And she went down, right, down the hill till she came to her own cottage. So why? Why did she trot off down the hill? Because she wanted to see, right, how the stone would keep the gate open. So she was wondering, oh my God, how I would use this beautiful stone. Would it keep the gate open or it wouldn't? Keep the gate open, right? So she wanted to check this out, right? And she trotted off down the hill. She kind of, you know, moved, departed from the from her, her own position. And she trotted down the hill till she came to her uh, cottage. And again, trot, this word can means like somewhere in the middle of... Uh, Uh, walking and uh, in the middle of running something in the middle it means like you know something like what uh like jogging you know something like this very slow running so um and she unlatched the gate and then turned to unfasten her shawl from the stone which lay on the path behind her let's begin the first word unlatched the gate, right? When you are trying to unlatch the gate, you are kind of opening the gate, right? Every gate has a latch. Latch, it's like a, a little thing which closing the gate. Nobody can open it after you, okay? So when you latched the gate, uh, nobody can open it because it's kind of closed. When you unlatching the gate, you're giving uh, the gate the free will to to be opened, right? So now when the gate is unlatched, kind of opened, uh, you can completely fine go into it and do your thing, okay? So unlatch, latch, it's a noun. It's a little thing, the metal thing, uh, which you can uh, open or close. Uh, with using of a latch, you can uh, close your gate or open your gate, right? 
I think you understand. You know, in some USSR doors, uh, you can see these latches. Uh, and some people was use, uh, were using these uh, latches uh, by closing them and opening them. And if you don't want to um, open your door completely, you can use your latch. Uh, it's like a little chain, you know, connected uh, with a latch. And uh, you can just open your door for a little bit. The people, the person uh, in the op on the opposite side can see that you are using the latch. So you cannot uh, open the door completely or he or she cannot open the door completely because uh, the door need to be unlatched first. Okay, I think... You got my position, right? I've tried to explain you the word latch and uh, the verb unlatch and uh, just to latch, right? Uh, next, she unlatched the gate. She opened the gate and then turned to unfasten her shawl, right? You know, when you are in uh, on the plane, mm, you, you, you need to fasten your... Um, belts right or when you are in the car you need to fasten your uh you know your belts right uh to be safe right to have the security here you have you have she have to unfasten her shawl shawl it's like this thing we discussed it previously like the babushkas right the old grannies were wearing and now some of them uh kind of wearing it so um and she unfastened her shawl from what from the stone which lay on the path behind her, okay? She was using her shawl to uh, kind of move the object, right? She was moving the object using what? Using the shawl, right? So finally, she was using her shawl. She unfastened her shawl from the stone which lay on the path behind her, okay? And then she proclaimed, Oi! Right? Oi! It was a stone, sure enough. So she realized uh, that th this kind of stone is enough to do what? Uh, to uh, kind of keep the gate open, right? Uh, so it's a good uh, gatekeeper, right? So nice gatekeeping stone. The stone, sure enough, good enough for this purpose, for this use. There was plenty light to see it lying there, right? And then the kind of got a nice word, deuce or douse and a peaceable as a stone should okay i will i would uh, i want to read this sentence again to be more understandable there was plenty light to see it lying there deuce or douse and peaceful as a stone should uh why i'm saying deuce or douse because this word classically is i think french uh very uh french word <laughs> i say and i've tried to check uh, the correct pronunciation some people pronounce it in, in in a way of deuce some people pronounce it in a way of uh um douse right a deuce is more french pronunciation and douse it's more american i guess um and it means generally it means that um it's um uh, i'll try to explain it in this way uh deuce means in a way of uh it's, it's like when something is a deuce it means it's gentle and soft and i call it in this context it's it, it was sitting right the stone was sitting uh deuce right it means that in a nice way so without any trouble softly nicely sitting in the place where it was right is some people say it belongs right it belongs so the stone belongs that place when uh, the stone where the stone was 
sitting, right? So, and you can say deuce, right? Or douse, right? Douse and peaceable. And this is kind of nice, you know, peaceable as a stone should. So uh, the location of the stone was perfect and the stone uh, was nicely uh, set there without uh, sit there very nicely, okay? Okay, I hope yeah, I, I'm pretty understandable here. And there was a plenty light to see it, right? That the stone was sitting there nicely, softly, without touches. So uh, peaceable as a stone should be, okay? Um, so with that said, let's read this uh, whole paragraph again. And then I will ask you uh, maybe one or two questions related to it. So all in a hurry to see how the stone would keep the gate open, she trotted off down the hill till she came to her own cottage. She unlatched the gate and then turned to unfasten her shawl from the stone which lay on the path behind her. Oi! It was a stone, sure enough. There was plenty light to see it uh, lying there. Deuce and peaceable, uh, peaceable as a stone should, okay? So I want to ask you the question, uh, where was the lady when she kind of checked and uh, trotted off? Um, where was she at the beginning? She was uh, in the cottage or she was somewhere outside? She was uh, in the way uh, back to her cottage on the way back or not? Let me know. Yes, she was on the way back home, on the way back to her own cottage, right? And she was kind of running, she was trotting, or she was walking down. She trotted off. It means that she was not running, she was not walking, she was trotting, okay? Trotting is something in the middle, right? Like jogging in a, in a fast way, so... She, what did she do with her gate when she arrived to her, uh, to her house? What did she do with her gate? She opened it, right? She opened the gate. But how? How did she do that? Okay. She unlatched the gate, right? Because she had a latch on her gate and she unlatched it. Okay. Opened the gate. Uh, removing the latch from uh, their position, from its position, right? So next, um, what did you do? What did you do next? Uh, she unfastened her shawl, right? Unfastened means uh, like uh, removing uh, the shawl from the stone, right? And then uh, she proclaimed something. She proclaimed what? Like, oi, like this, <laughs> kind of old stylish, you know, not used anymore. Um, British people can use it nicely. Oi, you know. And um, next word is uh, deuce or douse. I'm not actually understand this word in a nice way. I think it's not very usable for me. Uh, and I've checked uh, on youglish.com. Uh, Pretty good website to check the pronunciation, and I found only um, like only some of the you know ways of using this word. Not very popular actually uh, on YouTube. So uh, this that was uh, our first uh, part of uh, uh, the first paragraph, right? Next paragraph is uh, going next. So she went. Uh, she bent over it. Uh, to unfasten the shawl and uh, and when 
oh my, right? So something happened that moment when she was uh, unfastened the shawl and uh, from the stone. Oh my, all of a sudden it gave a jump, a squeal. And in one moment was a big as a haystack, all right? So what's happened that moment? Something uh, jumped, right? Something jumped uh, and squealed, right? Squeal, it's like, like this, okay? Squeal. And in one moment was as big as haystack. Haystack, it's a big dry grass staying as a stack, all right? So, you know, when you drive somewhere uh, outside of the city, you can see um, the haystacks, a lot of haystacks. It's like big, 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 big stack of dry grass. It's kind of yellowish, you know, it's a haystack. So, and as big as haystack, it means the size was uh, of that creature, which uh, jumped out of uh, that place uh, was kind of big as a haystack. So then it let uh, down four great lanky legs, four great lanky legs, and threw out two long ears, nourished a great long tail, and rumped off, kicking and squealing and whinnying and laughing like a naughty, mischievous boy. Okay, that's the end of our second paragraph. Uh, so she bent over it to unfasten the shawl. Bent over it, it means when you are trying to bend and you're trying to bow, you know, you're bowing and you're kind of moving your body closer to your legs. You're bent over what? You're bent over the shawl, right? And she was trying to remove her shawl and, and that moment, booyah! Oh my, right? Something happened this moment. Oh my, all of the sudden, it gave a jump. It, it means something. Sudden gave a jump and made a sound, a squeal, like Rah! like this, made a crazy sound. And in one moment was as big as a haystack, right? Something big appeared from that place where the rock uh, set, right? Let's sit. And then it let down four great lanky legs, right? So then, uh, then it let down four great lanky legs. In this case, great lanky legs means very, you know, thin legs, right? Great thin legs. Lanky means very, very uh, thin and kind of tall, okay? But you cannot say that the legs are kind of tall, but you can say that the person is tall. But imagine that legs were kind of lanky. It means tallish and uh, thinnish, right? Okay, thin. That's going to be nice. Uh, great lanky legs and threw out two long ears. So that thing had uh, and showed two long ears, like a rabbit probably. And uh, then uh, that thing nourished a great long tail. So that creature had great long tail and nourished, it means showed to everybody in this condition, I guess. And then romped off, kicking and squealing and weaning and laughing like a naughty, mischievous boy. It's like, just imagine, it's just a description of uh, the emotions which this creature showed to the old lady rumped off it means runs pretty quickly kicking and squealing and weaning like 
<laughs> like this, you know, laughing like a naughty, mischievous boy. What is? But what does it mean, mis- naughty? Naughty, naughty. In this context, it's more like um, badly behaved, right? Boy, let's imagine. But it's not the boy. It was a crazy creature, and that creature uh, behaved. Uh, in a naughty way, right? It means uh, badly, badly, right? Disobedient, people say. Disobedient means naughty, not good, right? Uh, Behave badly. So uh, that creature behaved very badly and mischievous, right? Mischievous. In this case, it you know, mischievous boy, it's the thing as, um, let's imagine the person who tries... Uh, to uh, make uh, a trouble, right? Who injures people, who makes something unpleasant. Uh, and uh, I think it's all about the same thing. Naughty, mischievous, somebody who is behaving very badly. And that creature was weird, right? First of all, it's winning, right? What does it mean? Winning. It's like uh, the horse like this you know and then laughing like <laughs> in a naughty way mischievously uh kind of laughing right on people it's probably the bad thing <laughs> appeared from uh the place where the stone sat sit right uh, and then the old woman stared after it stared after it right uh, till it was fairly out of sight and then she burst out laughing too okay uh, let's call this part as our part number three. And we see that, oh, it's the part number two, sorry. And then um, what the lady did first. Let's uh, reread this part again to uh, memorize a little bit more information. So she bent over it, right? To unfasten the shawl and, all right, you understand. Bent to bow, she was kind of bowing and then removing her shawl from the end of the stone. I mean, uh, the shawl and from the stone. And then... Uh, she proclaimed, oh my, she uh, had seen something very pleasant, probably shocking. And all of a sudden, something happened. A, you know, it gave a jump. Something gave a jump. Squeal like, Yow! and in one moment was as big as a haystack, a big dry grass stack, right? And then it let down four great lanky legs, right? These lanky legs means what? means very thin and long right legs and threw out two long ears right like a rabbit nourished a great long tail showed a great long tail and rumped off it means started something aggressively kicking and squealing and whinnying and laughing like a naughty mischievous boy right it's expressed the whole the combination of emotions which this thing showed to the old lady in a naughty way mischievously so weaning like <laughs> like a horse, you know, laughing like that. And then the old woman stared after it. Stared means looking at it for a long time in a shocking way. Like, oh, my God, who is it? Who is it? Or who was it? Right. The old woman stared after it till it was fairly out of sight. So probably this thing um, like I ran away or something. And then. Uh, she burst out laughing too. Burst out, she started. She started, she burst out laughing too. Like, oh my God, what was it, right? She was kind of confused. And the last section, the last section uh, tells us about this thing. Well, she chuckled. I am in luck. 
and again chuckled right chuckled like oh my god you know like this so uh, when you chuckling right you laughing uh quietly and like giggling you know it's the same well she chuckled i'm in luck like this i'm in luck <laughs> like this you know she chuckling she was chuckling i'm in luck quite the luckiest body hereabouts so she thought that she uh, was uh, the luckiest body hereabouts hereabouts it means in this area right hereabouts hereabouts in this uh, area i'm in luck quite the luckiest body hereabouts fancy my seeing the boogie beast all to myself and making myself so free with it too my goodness i I do feel that uplifted, that grand. So she went into her cottage and spent the evening chuckling over her good luck. Is it good or bad? Probably good. So what's happened here, guys? She chuckled. I'm in luck. <laughs> right. And then quite the luckiest body here about. She thought that she's the luckiest body. She was thinking about that nicely. Luckiest body hereabouts. Hereabouts. Somewhere here around. Right. Fancy my seeing. Right. Fancy my seeing is like I'm a very lucky person to see the bogey beast all to myself and making myself so free with it, too. So she was lucky to to have no boogie beast anymore and she was so lucky <laughs> i don't know why it's better to have something than nothing right uh and she said she proclaimed nicely my god goodness right my goodness it's like oh my god my goodness i do feel that uplifted so that moment she felt a lot of good energy a lot of positive energy and she do feel that uplifted so nice and she said that grand, right? She felt grand. It's again, we discussed this word previously, a lot of positive energy again, that grand. So she went into her cottage and spent the evening chuckling over her good luck. Chuckling over, it's like when you're chuckling, uh, when you chuckle over something, you're laughing on something, okay? So, and she was chuckling over her good luck, right? She's like, oh my God, how cool was it? Like she experienced something nice and maybe in the reason of that, uh, she was so touched and uh, she was so excited by that story and not the gold made her grand, made her feel um, grand, not the silver, not the stone, not nothing, but just that experience, right? To see the boogie beast. And actually, I'm really wondering, what is the boogie beast? Uh, probably it's just like a mythic creature. Let me double check in Google because I've never asked myself, what is the boogie beast? And I want to see the picture of it. Of course, yeah, it's the boogie beast. It's just uh, the strange, um, like a, you know, like a creature, let's call it this way. And it's the combination of uh, what? I don't know. It's like a... Uh, it's the combination of oh my god um yeah it's the combination of uh, rabbit uh you know and uh something strange i cannot it's it's undescriptive i guess <laughs> sorry guys i just couldn't couldn't describe you this thing okay anyway uh this is the end of our part number four now, uh, now i will read the whole part number four again and then we will do the revision of the whole story okay so part number four first just try to revise the whole vocab which we discussed with you here and then uh try to understand the whole context as well
So all in a hurry to see how the stone would keep the gate open, she trotted off down the hill till she came to her own cottage. She unlatched the gate and then turned to unfasten her shawl from the stone which lay on the path behind her. Oi! It was a stone, sure enough, and there was plenty light to see it uh, lying there, uh, laying there, uh, deuce or dose, and peaceable as a stone should. So she bent over it to unfasten the shawl, and when oh my! All of a sudden, it gave a jump, a squeal, and in one moment was as big as a haystack. Then it let down four great lanky legs and threw out two long ears, nourished a great long tail, and rumped off, kicking and squealing and winning and laughing like a naughty, mischievous boy. All right, so she was like rumped off. Running away, probably, in this context. So then the old woman uh, stared after it till it was fairly out of sight. Uh, then she burst out laughing, too. Well, she chuckled, I am in luck. <laughs> Quite the luckiest body hereabouts. Fancy my seeing the boogie beast all to myself and making myself so free with it, too. My goodness, I do feel that uplifted, that grand. I am the luck. So she went into her cottage and spent the evening chuckling over her good luck. This is the end of our part number four. All right. Now I will reread the whole story. Okay. So we're already kind of 29 minutes done with our mini story. I mean, with our podcast, but no worries. I just want to give you a little bit more content here to revise the whole story. From the beginning until the end, okay? So, um, there was once a woman who was very, very cheerful. Uh, though she had uh, little to make her so. She, uh, for she was old and poor and lonely. She lived in a little bit of cottage and earned a scant living by running errands for her neighbors. Getting a bite here, a sup there, as a reward for her services. So she made shift to get on and always looked as spry and cheery as she if she had not a want in the world. Now, one summer evening, as she was trotting, full of smiles as ever, along the high road to her hovel, what should she, what should she see but a big black pot lying in the ditch? Goodness me, she cried, that would be the just the very thing for me if I only had something to put in it. To put in it. But I haven't. Now, who could have left it in the ditch? And she looked about her, expecting the owner would not be far off, but she could see nobody. Next, the part two appeared. Maybe there is a hole in it. She went on, and that's why it has been cast away. But it would be do fine to put a flower in for my window, so I will just take it home with me. And with that, she lifted the lid and looked inside. Mercy me, she cried, fair amazed. If it isn't full of gold pieces, here is luck. And so it was 
brimful of great gold coins. Well, at first, she simply stood stock still, wondering if she was standing on her head or her heels. Then she began saying, Locks! But I do feel rich. I feel awful rich. After she had saying this many times, she began to wonder how she was to get her treasure home. It was too heavy for her to carry, and she could see no better way than to tie the end of her shawl to it and drag it behind her like a go-kart. It will soon be dark, she said to herself as she trotted along. So much the better. The neighbors will not see what I'm bringing home. And I shall have all the night to myself and, a and be able to think what I'll do. Mayhap I'll buy a grand house and just sit by the fire with a cup of tea and do no work at all like a queen. Or maybe I will bury it at the garden foot at the garden foot and just keep a bit in the old china teapot on the chimney piece. Or maybe goody 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 I feel that grand I don't know myself. Okay, that's the end of part number two. Now let's go to part number three. By this time, she was a bit tired of dragging such a heavy weight and stopping to rest a while, turned to look at her treasure. And, oh, it wasn't a pot of gold at all. It was nothing but a lump of silver. She stared at it and rubbed her eyes and stared at it again. Well, I never, she said at last, and me thinking it was a pot of gold, I must have been dreaming. But this is luck. Silver is far less trouble, easier to mind, and not so easy stolen. Them gold pieces would have been the death on me, and with this great lump of silver. So goody, goody, goody. So she went off again, planning what she would do and feeling as rich as rich until becoming a bit tired again. She stopped to rest and gave a look round to see if her treasure was safe. And she saw nothing but a great lump of iron. Well, I never, she says again. And I'm mistaking it for silver. I must have been dreaming again. But this is luck. It's real convenient. I can get penny pieces for old iron. And penny pieces are a deal handier for me than your gold and silver. Why? I should never have slept a wink for fear of being robbed. But a penny piece comes in useful. And I shall see that iron for a lot and be real rich. Rolling rich. So on, she trotted full of plans as to how she would spend her penny pieces. Till once more she stopped to rest and looked round to see her treasure was safe. And this time she saw nothing but a big stone. Well, I never, she cried, full of smiles, of course, and to think I mistook it for iron. I must have been dreaming, but here is luck indeed, and me wanting a stone, terrible bad to stick open the gate. Ah, oh, my, but it's a change for the better. It's a fine thing to have good luck. All right, it's the end of the part number three. Now let's read the part number four.
So, all in a hurry to see how the stone would keep the gate open, she trotted off down the hill till she came to her own cottage. She unlatched the gate and then turned to unfasten her shawl from the stone which lay on the path behind her. Oi, it was a stone, sure enough. There was plenty light to see it uh, lying there, deuce and peaceable. Um as a stone should. So she bent over it to unfasten the shawl and when, oh my, all of a sudden it gave a jump, a squeal, and in the one moment was a, as big as a haystack. Then it let down four great lanky legs and threw out two long ears, nourished a great long tail and rumped off kicking and squealing and whinnying and laughing like a naughty, mischievous boy. The old woman stared after it till it was fairly out of sight. Then she burst out laughing too. Well, she chuckled, I am in luck, quite the luckiest body hereabouts. Fancy my seeing the boogie beast all to myself and making myself so free with it too. My goodness, I do feel that uplifted, that grand. So she went into her cottage and spent the evening chuckling over her good luck. Okay? And this is the end of our whole story. The end of the part number four and the end of all Manny's story. The boogie beast have finished right we just done it we just uh finished it and that's good that's good so lucky you guys we've got it done now if you need some more attention you can re-listen this podcast this uh these uh four last uh pieces of a podcast uh four parts done and you can listen uh to it and then you can revise all the new vocab and next podcast is gonna be about something interesting about lifestyle about motivation about um something which gives us more passion to study the language i hope you guys had fun with the mini story i hope you guys uh <laughs> agreed with me and accepted my voice uh to read this mini story if you like this podcast, please like it uh, on any platform where you listen to it and subscribe to all my uh, on all my uh, resources. It's uh, Instagram, Bondarison. It's my uh, website, uh, www.danilabondarenko.ru, where you can uh, uh, log in and where you can um, find uh, the opportunity to have a tryout lesson with me. And I'm preparing my program for the next year. Uh, from September, I'm launching the new group uh, group lessons with my students. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I, I, I guarantee you guys, you'll have fun. And the speaking clubs, uh, there are so many things uh, to be launched. And I have the new uh, website coming up, uh, coming up. So it's going to be a really cool next season. I mean, the season of like a starting season, you know, in, in Russia, here in Russia, we have uh, the season from September until uh, the end of May, uh, as I see it this way. So that's the season for me. 
but you know i'm busy as f word this <laughs> this season uh this summer season as well and uh, that's why uh, i have uh, not enough time uh to finish my courses yet but i'll do it guys and it's gonna be pretty affordable for you and it's gonna be very nice to achieve our vocab all together uh it's gonna be audible it's gonna be uh with video uh you know video description it's gonna be fun i hope you will have it uh in a nice way you will accept it in a good way so um this is the end uh, for today and i hope you guys will have a lot of motivation to learn the language deeply nicely uh, without any uh effort so that's what i wish you guys have an amazing time and enjoy your time with english and our emotional english podcast where we learn what where we learn an english language effortlessly emotionally fulfilled with energy and of course positively thank you all see you next